0: I want you to recognize that you can accomplish your goals and create a balanced and fulfilling life if you commit to working smarter. Working smart does take effort though. You may have to train yourself to work differently or to learn how to use a new tool or to get outside of your comfort zone and hire someone to help you. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle. A community that connects you with the resources you need to take the hustle out of solopreneurship. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a new Streamline Your Business Bootcamp that will walk you through how to increase your income while decreasing the amount of time you spend working in your business. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to get instant access to our free Streamline Your Business Bootcamp. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 148 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. So in today's episode, I'll be sharing smart ways to make your business more efficient. So one of the challenges of solopreneurship is finding time in the day to do all the things when you're wearing many different hats. It seems like there's just always something that needs to get done. And sometimes it just feels like you'll never make it to the end of your to-do list. Can you relate? So when you're a one-person show, or maybe when you're just starting out, running your business can feel very overwhelming. You may be left feeling sometimes like, How will I tackle the mountain of things I'm responsible for? Now, for most of us, (laughs) we'd feel less overwhelmed if we had more time, right? I feel like in a lot of scenarios, overwhelm, comes from just not having enough time to get what we need to get done done or having too much to do and there's just literally only a certain amount of hours in the day that we're able to work I mean we have to sleep we have to eat we have to spend time with our family we have to have a social life and so if we had more time maybe you know we wouldn't be be so overwhelmed and then the other piece of this overwhelm comes from just having too much on our plate. (laughs) So maybe if we had less to do in general, we'd feel less overwhelmed. You know, if we're honest with ourselves and look at all the things that are making us overwhelmed, like what if we could just eliminate something? You know, maybe that would lead to less overwhelm. And so one approach I take in my life and in my business to bringing ease to this whole situation (laughs) of being a solopreneur when I'm overwhelmed is to research ways to be more efficient. Now in business, efficiency is so important. Efficiency can result in less time wasted, more time to do the things that actually make us money, less energy wasted so we have more freedom, Efficiency can mean that we're less stressed, we're we're less overwhelmed, so we have more peace. Efficiency for our businesses can mean that there's less waste in general, and so everything is optimized and running in a way that doesn't require us as the CEOs behind our business to be constantly on this hamster wheel hustling. So to define efficiency, I look at efficiency in business as the ability to achieve our goals with no time, effort or energy wasted. So being efficient is essentially putting the resources you have to use in the best ways possible. So nothing's being wasted and all of your processes are optimized. Now when we think about waste in business, we we usually refer to materials or products, but we should also look at at, at our time As a resource that we shouldn't be wasting because our time is very valuable, and we only have but so much time to be able to give to our businesses, and we only have so much energy to give to our businesses as well. And we don't want to deplete ourselves of all the time and energy we have. And then when it comes to our personal life, we have nothing left to give, even other people we love or ourselves, because we've put everything into our business so in this episode i'll be sharing five strategies you can use to make your business more efficient so you can accomplish more with less effort now before i get into the strategies i have to share with you today i want to make one thing very clear the whole point of efficiency is to optimize how we run our business so that we don't have to accept overwhelm as our norm So often in business, we find ourselves working harder than we need to. When you have something that needs to be done, our first instinct is usually to just get it started, to figure out how to get it done. And and we don't, many times strategize how to get things done in the most efficient way possible we find ourselves overwhelmed and assume that oh this is just the reality of building a business this is what it's going to take to make my dreams a reality i have to suffer in order to have the freedom and wealth that i want on the other side of this but you know what i've found from my experience as a solopreneur is that Most of the time when I was stressed, burnt out and overwhelmed, it was all so unnecessary. Like it didn't have to be that way. I accepted that situation as my normal when I could have accepted a completely different reality. I could have created a different reality for myself had I made a conscious decision to work smarter. So while you're listening to this episode, I want you to ask yourself this question, In what areas of my business am I working hard, not smart? In what areas of my business am I working hard, not smart? Stress and overwhelm doesn't have to be your reality if you don't want it to be. There are so many ways to make our businesses efficient enough to where we're creating for ourselves the life we really want instead of trying to fit our life somehow into our business like your business can really work for you if you allow for it to so let's go ahead and get into our strategies for today here are five strategies you can use to make your business more efficient so you can accomplish more with less effort number one assess what is sucking away the majority of your time in business, we refer to time suckers as bottleneck tasks. So, is there something that is on a regular basis keeping you from getting your customers the value they want and need from you? For me, bottleneck tasks are usually like social media scheduling, or copywriting, or podcast editing. Prime example, I realized last week that I needed to blow the dust off my email marketing and get it back going. And the easy part of email marketing is scheduling the emails and sending them out. The hard part is actually writing the emails. So I realized that I could bring efficiency to my email marketing if I outsourced the writing of the email copy so that when I was ready to send an email, I'm copying, pasting, sending. So the bottleneck task was the thing that took up the most time when it came to email marketing that was preventing me from just getting the emails sent out. You know, I'm like, why can't I just send the email? Well, it's because I'm busy and I don't have time to sit down for an hour and a half and and, and write a thoughtful email. And so how can I get this email sent out without the task of writing it holding me back, you know, it became, it was the bottleneck task preventing me from moving forward with marketing my products, this podcast and my services. And so I ended up outsourcing my email marketing um, copy, copywriting to a contractor on Fiverr. And she wrote some beautiful emails for me that I'm now able to automate. So that when someone joins my email list, they're getting a chain of drip emails, every other week, you know, for however long I decide to keep the emails going. (laughs) So you may have processes in your business where there's that one task that's preventing you from moving forward with the domino effect of other things that need to get done in your business. And so you can be more efficient if you remove that bottleneck so that the process can keep moving. Maybe the bottleneck task is something that's on your plate that. It would make more sense to delegate so that you're able to use your time more efficiently. So think about that. Is there something you're just like determined to do yourself that you can easily outsource to somebody else? And for me, outsourcing email marketing copywriting that bottleneck task was very inexpensive to remove from my plate so I know cost is relative but to be transparent with you all I paid the freelancer on Fiverr that I hired $50 to write four email marketing campaign emails for me and so wow $50 and I mean over a month had gone by I had I was procrastinating scheduling emails and for a measly $50 I was able to not only remove that task from my to-do list but also move my marketing processes forward (laughs) so that my email subscribers were actually getting content from me one other example here with bottleneck tasks is editing for this podcast. So when I started the Solopreneur Hustle, I was editing every episode myself and then it editing became a bottleneck task. I was efficient at recording episodes. I was efficient at outlining episodes. You know, a lot goes into creating and and producing and releasing a podcast episode and so the bottleneck task after I had done all the things required to release an episode editing the episode was preventing me from getting the content out I knew there were solopreneurs who needed to hear my content but I was just procrastinating editing the episodes because it was overwhelming for me and so I realized I could bring efficiency to to producing my podcast if I just outsource the editing piece, the piece that was overwhelming, difficult, and sucking away a lot of my time. And so if you begin to assess how you're using your time, you may discover that there's something that you're doing that's taking up too much of your time that someone else can do more efficiently. Like So often we wear the hat when we get started because we have to But once we start making money, we have to get into a custom of investing in our business by delegating things to experts who can do that task more efficiently than we can. Like when I started this podcast, I edited out of necessity. (laughs) I did it because I didn't have the money to pay anyone to do it. And so I did it because I had to. I learned how to edit podcasts, but I'm not an audio editor. That's not like on my resume, that's not my strength, but we learn how to do things because we have to, but that doesn't mean you have to do it forever. Your business can grow and flourish many times if you remove things from your plate and delegate them to experts who can do it better and more efficiently than you. So that's strategy number one, assess how you're using your time and figure out what bottleneck tasks are preventing things from moving forward for you in business. I wanna take a quick break to tell y'all about my course creator academy, Monetize Your Value. With all the experience you have, you should be making money in your sleep. And selling an online course is the perfect way to increase your income. I created Monetize Your Value to help solopreneurs like you turn their knowledge into a stream of passive income. Inside Monetize Your Value, I have nine plus hours of video content, worksheets, and activities, all designed to help you get an online course launched without any tech or teaching experience. Monetize Your Value is a completely self-paced online course, and when you register, you get instant access to all course content and our community where you can ask me questions. If you're tired of constantly hustling and need a way to make money that doesn't require you to always be working then it makes sense for you to create and sell an online course what i love about selling online courses is waking up in the morning to paypal notifications that my course sold while i was asleep it's literally the best feeling and i want you to experience that too if you don't have a course topic idea just yet, I want you to know that you don't have to have the perfect topic idea to get started. I have modules inside Monetize Your Value to help you come up with a topic idea, to organize your course, to record your course. I will help you market your course and so much more. So visit www.thesolopreneurhustle dot com forward slash monetize your value to register for my course creator academy and use the code solo at checkout to save fifty dollars on your registration for a limited time strategy number two here's number two use technology Now automation, as a solopreneur, automation should be your best friend. My rule of thumb when it comes to working in my business is that if a robot can complete the task, it can probably be automated. So As you're assessing your time, also consider how you can use technology to do things more efficiently. When I first started this podcast, believe it or not, when I was scheduling guest interviews, what I would do is go back and forth via email with guests to figure out when we could record the episode to schedule a time for the interview. But eventually, (laughs) I set up a, a calendar that could automate the booking process, the booking and scheduling process for guest interviews. So guests could look at my calendar and choose a time to schedule the interview without having to go back and forth via email, which saved me time and energy and made the scheduling process more efficient. So anything that you do on a regular basis, that's repetitive, you have, You're asking the same questions over and over again. You have your customers asking the same questions over and over again. You're doing the same repetitive task over and over again. Think about, think how can I eliminate this back and forth and automate this process? So for you, that could be adding a frequently asked questions tab to your website so that customers can search for the questions they need answers to so that you don't have you you don't get so many customer service emails to respond to you know or bringing this back to automation perhaps you can set up a calendar that allows you to to do automated bookings with your clients so you don't get email bookings or an automation can look like scheduling your social media posts You can create automations to organize customer data. You can have your shipping labels automatically generated so you're not creating them one by one. There are so many automations and so many technologies you can use to make your business more efficient. So look at what is sucking away your time and then consider how you can use technology to make that process more efficient. All right, here's strategy number three. Know when to eliminate stuff from your business. One of the most important principles of efficiency is elimination. So as business owners, we should be assessing whether or not the time we're putting into selling our product or services is giving us a return on that investment of our time. Many of us find that we're overwhelmed simply because we're choosing to sell products that take us too much time to produce and sell. Prime example. So if you've been following me for, A long time since the beginning or listening to this podcast since the beginning, you're probably familiar with the Solopreneur Success Journal. It was really the first product I'd ever created and it was a journal for solopreneurs. And so I created this product when I, well, when I initially created this product, I was getting the journals printed and bound by a company that was shipped into me. But because I was ordering such small quantities, it was just very expensive to produce them and sell them at a price people were willing to pay for and also turn a profit. And so I eventually started actually binding the journals in-house, which sounds crazy to me now. I was binding every single journal myself. I had a machine and all this stuff. And so I had to come to terms with with, in the end, the fact that selling these journals just didn't make sense for me. I was spending way too much time trying to not only make them, but also send them out. And it just wasn't making sense anymore. I was so passionate about these journals, but I had to know when to cut the cord and eliminate this product from my business because it just wasn't efficient for me to sell at that time. So ask yourself this, is there one product you sell that is sucking away so much of your time and for whatever reason all of your other products are kind of more easy for you to get out there? Maybe you should put more of your time and energy into your other products and eliminate that that product that's sucking time out of your life for right now. Just because a product has to be eliminated right now doesn't mean it has to be eliminated forever. Maybe you can revisit selling that product or service when you have the correct infrastructure or systems to be able to support that product. Like with my journals, I, in my head, tabled that idea for the journals until. I'm hoping later in my journey as a solopreneur. So maybe I can relaunch that when I have a larger audience and more sales and the ability to sell more so that I'm able to order larger quantities so that I'm able to make a profit on selling those. But three years ago, that just wasn't the right time for me to be selling those. So I had to eliminate it for right then. So consider whether or not the products you're selling themselves are causing your business to not be as efficient as it could be. Maybe there's a different type of product you can sell that's similar but doesn't require as much time or effort to produce. Maybe there's just a small tweak you can make to your product offerings that will allow you to achieve more efficiency and still offer something that your customers really want and need. All right, here is strategy number four, delegate the small things. As solopreneurs, we wear a lot of different hats and we find ourselves having to literally do everything. We're the marketing manager, we're the customer service rep, we're the website designer, we're the shipper, we're everything. But sometimes a virtual assistant, for example, can help us with those small things that are leaving us feeling overwhelmed and less efficient. So one way to boost your productivity is to outsource some of the little things like responding to emails, scheduling social media, copywriting, editing, stuff like that. I've already touched on this, but here's an example that I think can help you see how powerful delegating the small things can really be. So when I first started this podcast, one of my biggest challenges was finding guests that were willing to do interviews here on the podcast. I had podcast guest research on my to-do list every single week for like six months. <laughs> I It was taking me so much time to send those emails, to, do, to research guests, to find their contact information, you know, all the things. And then I hired a virtual assistant to do that guest research for me and she did she did for me like over six months worth of guest research in a day so that thing that was on my to-do list for weeks and weeks and weeks she was able to literally knock it out in a day um and so maybe there's something that is on your to-do list that is bringing you stress and overwhelm that if you just delegated it to someone else, things could move forward in your business. So that's something to consider. Sometimes it's the little things like research, like secretary type work that you can delegate to an assistant to to help you out. You know, you don't have to go at your business alone. So consider that. And here's the last strategy I have to share that I think will help you make running your business more efficient. So when you have a to-do list of things, consider consolidating the tasks you have to do into groups of things that are all related. So there's lots of research that suggests that we are more productive when we focus on similar tasks for an extended period of time. So if we're focused on doing one task and that alone and maybe a few similar tasks relating to that in a day, we're more likely to get those things done than if we bounced around to different things each day. So, prime example, if I'm recording podcasts, I try to only batch record those episodes that day. I don't do social media that day. I don't do email marketing that day. I simply batch record episodes. I outline, I script, I record. And that's all I do that day. If I did an episode and then dabbled in social media, then jumped back to an episode, I mean, now I'm all unfocused, I'm frazzled. So all in all, what I recommend doing to be more efficient is consolidating the tasks you have to do into categories of things that are similar and batching those tasks, doing all similar things at once that will definitely boost your productivity. That's what really works for me. And the reason why that works is because our processes for doing similar things are usually similar processes. So when we're doing the same thing over and over again, we're in the swing of doing it, we're getting it done, we're in our groove, we're not distracted because we're focused. And so in consolidating tasks, what I do is I block off time to only do those things. So, Usually on Mondays, I record episodes. On Tuesdays, I batch social media content. On Wednesdays, I do a little bit of email marketing. On Thursdays, I focus on catching up on customer service stuff. And so that's kind of how I structure my weeks. I give each day a different theme or group of of tasks that all go together. So in conclusion here today, I want you to recognize that you can accomplish your goals and create a balanced and fulfilling life if you commit to working smarter. Working smart does take effort, though. You may have to train yourself to work differently or to learn how to use a new tool or to get outside of your comfort zone and hire someone to help you, like a virtual assistant or a freelancer on Fiverr. Working smart is not easy especially if you're just used to putting your nose down and working and getting it done no matter what it takes. (laughs) But if we have that no matter what it takes mentality then we often find ourselves overwhelmed and we also rob ourselves of freedom we really deserve. I challenge you to think about how you can put some strategy behind how you do things behind the scenes in your business. If you're willing to get outside of your comfort zone and explore smarter ways of operating your business, you will surely find more freedom. All right, that's all I have for you all today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If anything from today resonated with you, I would love for you to leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app and also share this podcast with a boss friend on social media. Leaving us reviews and sharing the podcast helps more people discover the solopreneur hustle. All right, I'll talk to y'all next week. Continue to move onward, upward, and forward. Until next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.